Hi everyone, welcome back to Fast Charge. This is our fourth episode where we are going to be talking about the Android 11 developer preview first. We're going to run down some of the new features coming to Android 11 sometime this year. And then all the big announcements from Huawei, Honor and Sony this week. It's been a busy one. Right, okay. Let's start with the thing that happened last week, which is the Android 11 dev preview. Yeah. So that dropped... I don't know, Thursday or something last yes, week? Yes, because yeah. I was working from home that day, yes. Yeah. Um, so, interestingly, it's a very early dev preview is the thing I should preface with. Like, previously, yeah. some of the previews they've released for previous builds of Android, you can just get an OTA update on your Pixel device or other approved devices. Yeah. Um, this one is so early that they are like, you have to flash your Pixel only. Like, it's only Pixel 2 and up. This is also the first developer release where there's no longer the Pixel 1 and uh, is it the first one XL. One? Yeah. yeah. Um, aren't part of this. Um, but yeah, so some people have flashed it. There's kind of a, a short list of features that are already kind of identified because they didn't really provide a list of what... No, it's not really properly no, documented yeah. no. by Google. Yeah. It's also worth noting everything we're going to talk about now that uh, it's all of these are features that may make it into the final sure. 11 build. They're all kind of things that some of them might get cut, some of them might get changed. It could end up be that some of these features get pushed back to 12. Yeah. Um, some of these came over from 10 as well. That they helped yeah. putting in 10. Exactly. And and there could be more things that are yeah. in 11 that aren't yet in this dev build. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. We're not going to talk about everything. I'm, I'd like to you mention... You some strong opinions. I have what, what caught two, your eye two strong opinions. Two course. features that caught my eye straight <laughs> out of the gate. Uh, number one is airplane mode. Yeah. Which now, if you have a Bluetooth device connected yeah. while you turn on airplane mode, Bluetooth stays on. I cannot. I don't want to think about how many seconds <laughs> I've spent in my life doing airplane mode, Bluetooth, Bluetooth back on, on yeah. wait for it to connect again. Oh, cool, yeah. there's my music again. That is absolutely yeah. so many times. Every time I'm ever on a plane, podcast, I had that very problem. I'm exactly, like, <laughs> and my watch as well, like yeah. everything. Yeah, it's a small thing. Obviously, this is you know, and like I said, I, I said how many seconds? Probably if you add it all up, it's still like a minute and a half of my life that's gone. Still. But still, like this is one of those tiny little irritations yeah. that could be gone yeah within a year that could just be gone and i might never have that problem again Mm -hmm. what was the other one uh other other opinion oh yeah god uh this is less happy uh (laughs) chat bubbles yeah yeah. i saw this i was not sure about this one yeah so chat bubbles which are those little um if you've ever used facebook messenger on android it's this little default setting where yeah they're chat heads on facebook messenger where a little circle will pop up and sit above other windows yep. and you can drag it around the screen and then that's this sort of constant little thing on the screen that's that particular I chat. I hate it, I turn it <laughs> it's off. Horrible. Yep. It used to be, actually they've now remember this setting, it used to be on Facebook Messenger that even when you switch phones it would forget that setting. Oh, so God. if you reinstall it, I had to go in and turn it off every time. <laughs> oh, no. Now they're introducing that default on for Google Hangouts and uh, I think for the SMS app as the, well. The new Messenger app or the updated <sighs> Messenger app, yeah. yeah I don't I, want to talk about Google Messaging apps yeah. in any any detail. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I the, the the fear is this is going to spread to WhatsApp, it's going to spread to I Kakao, like to Line, to all of them. It. Yeah, no, thank you very I, much. I loathe chat bubbles. I would love to know <laughs> if anyone actually out there listening or watching this likes them yeah, let's and know. why. Yeah. What is it about having that little someone's <laughs> face hovering yeah. whatever you're trying to do and they're still there and you just can't get rid of them? And especially because, yeah. you know, you've got the option to quick reply within the notification yeah. shade as well. So you yeah. can't just swipe down and reply within the notification shade. You don't need to open the app. So many other ways and the fascinating thing is they're also improving chat apps behavior in the notification tray. Yeah. There's going to be a new little like communications tab that makes all that better. So what role do the chat bubbles play? Being annoying. 
Yeah. Yeah. So why are they doing more? Because <laughs> it's already annoying me. <laughs> I haven't even used it yet and I'm annoyed. I feel that rage. <laughs> Lewis, before we hit record, you also picked up on a new feature that uh, I've seen elsewhere, but it's weird that it's only now actually hitting as it in this yeah, kind of form. Yeah, so like, you know, uh, in the iOS versus Android debate that has been going on for many years, <laughs> um, one of the big selling points of Android early on was, we have dark mode, you know, yeah, we've got a dark mode, it's so exciting. And, you know, I, iOS got a dark mode a couple of years ago. Uh, was it a couple of years ago? Was it uh, last year? Last year. Last year, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I love it. I, I, to be honest, I didn't understand the appeal of a dark mode before I had it on my iPhone, really? but now I'm like, game changer. Mm-hmm. So now when I go back to an Android and I realise that it doesn't automatically shift to night mode at yeah. night, I think that's just such a half-baked feature and I'm, I don't understand why it hasn't been a thing since day one. Yeah, the, the caveat I would say is that I'm pretty sure some uh, companies, I don't know if Samsung specifically, but some other manufacturers have in their own skin I versions. Think, I think the OnePlus has scheduled right, dark mode. I don't this. think it does. No, I've can, definitely had some phone it it's one easy to yeah. Someone out there has done it and <laughs> yeah. I can't remember which phone it was. But the fact it's not native and it's becoming yeah. native yeah. is great. I think that's a good oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. I think people love it. I absolutely love the way iOS implemented it. And I feel yeah. like Android like should try and mirror that as closely without being oh, called yeah. mm. copycats. Or they're going to be called copycats. Whatever. I mean, let's be say. honest. Like beyond at this point, we're kind of beyond all the copycat stuff. Like, I think we <laughs> yeah. just need to accept that. Just have all the good gonna... stuff come to both of them. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, no, I'm all for this. I don't actually use dark mode that much, but really? I love scheduled blue light filters. Yeah, so yeah. I always have that on. It's oh, one yeah. of the first things I make sure I've got on on any phone. Mm. Um, and actually, I, I think if it was scheduled. I would probably use dark mode yep. in a way that I don't now because I don't want it on all the time. No. But actually, if I could just easily set it to turn on in the evening, like yeah. I think that is what would make me use dark mode. Oh, for sure. And they just look so, so good on OLED displays. Like it's a true yeah. black and it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually saves the battery life a little bit. I was about to say, maybe, maybe this is why I'm always moaning about battery life on phones <laughs> I review. I don't use dark mode at all. Uh, can I float a couple more by you before we move on? Yep. Um, so a couple more that were picked up uh, in the kind of digging around they weren't initially available you have to yes, like yeah. fiddle around with the, the the preview build to get access to these features uh, an interesting one um, is a Pixels 4 specific feature mm. which is motion sense to pause and play music yeah. Yeah. wasn't that already a thing wasn't that one of the, the you could features. skip tracks yeah. but not pause and play which I always thought was weird because yeah. it was it was wave to yeah. skip track this but is now like hold yeah, it's like a to hopper. pause I mean, does anybody actually use any of the gesture stuff on the no. Pixel 4? I, I use it to pick I it didn't. up and it wakes up. That's no, a, yeah. Yes, that one's good. Yeah. Yeah. I waved at Pikachu once. Yeah, yeah that once. That was cool. I showed that to my friends. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, I, had, I had little signal when I, I tried to show my friends that. So I waited about 45 minutes for this wallpaper to download. And I was like, <laughs> guys, look. And it waved back and that was that. That was, that was the end of it, yeah. Um, um, another one which I don't know whether it's going to make it in, based on what you were saying earlier, is notification history. So you can actually see notifications yes. you've already dismissed. Oh! But if you want to dig in to the settings, you can actually find them again, which oh, I think is quite useful because yeah. I've definitely swiped without meaning to yep. certain things away and yep. like caught the edge of it. It's like oh, something on Instagram, something yep. on whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, um, especially if you're batch clearing your notifications and exactly. you can go back on. Like, oh, oh wait, shoot. Yeah. yeah. Another little one I like is one-time app permissions, which yes. again is an iOS yes. one that's yeah. coming to Android, which is at the moment, if an app is asking for microphone access, location access, whatever, you can basically say, don't give it ac- permission, don't give it access, or you can say, give it access all the time, or just while using the app. Yeah. One of the Android 11 features is basically to say, let it use it, have this access all the time, or just once, just now. Yeah. So if you don't like generally that. want a certain app to access your microphone, but you know just right now you need it, yeah. like... You can do that during setup of an app to get through something and then say you can't have the a mic Facebook access Facebook Messenger again. voice call that you yeah. don't usually do, but this person is only on Facebook Messenger. That's quite useful, yep. I would say, is a good mm. use case. So, yeah. 
I think that's everything that I've seen so far. If there's anything else you, you guys Just have caught. Just big highlights. There was one more Pixel 4 notification oh, feature yeah. that I actually, I actually like more than that one. Okay. Ooh. Which was... Um, Ooh tapping on the back of the phone oh, that was it. Yes, to activate things. So I think the idea was you could set it to activate different features depending on what you want it to do, to turn on the camera, to open a music app, whatever. Oh. It would be controllable. But it was actually detecting, I'm not sure what sensor it's using to do it, but detecting the impact on the back of the phone as you sort of double tap it. I didn't read anything about being motion sense related. So theoretically, depending on the sensors it's using, it could span to other devices that's that what, are pixels. Exactly. Right? That's what made me curious is yeah. sensor-wise, I don't see how that's not going to be the radar stuff on the front no, of the phone. No. So whatever it's using is probably actually something that's baked into sure, it's just other hardware. Like a, a gyroscope or something like yeah, that. Or detecting or slight movements. Yeah. Slight judder, I don't yeah. know. So there's no obvious reason that couldn't become a universal kind yeah. of cool thing which would be cool if it works as I understand that one's been identified but not used yet yes that that's one I haven't seen anyone be being able to, to see get how going. well it actually works before we all go oh that's good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, for me, it, it, if, if Android 11 rocks up and the only thing that's different is it doesn't turn Bluetooth off with mm. airplane mode, I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah, that's yeah. still a game changer. <laughs> yeah. And and to reiterate, if you are, like, itching to get it, I would hold off this one. They, Google, like, on their developer site is very, very, like, all bold, all caps. If you are just a consumer and you're just curious, please, please wait. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is a, yeah. if you happen to have a spare Pixel 2, 3, or 4 <laughs> lying around. Uh, yeah. Don't don't do this on your main phone. Just if and yeah, it has to be Pixel two two or up. Yeah, and they're also alluding to that there will actually be a more kind of consumer friendly developer. Yeah, yeah, really soon. There always is one. There's always one that's a bit more friendly. OTA. I mean, that's always still like a risk. It's May, still... isn't it, that they kind of announced that thing? Yeah, Some, that sounds yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure it's around May. It's wiggled. It's yeah. wiggled. I looked over previous years when it when Damn they released. Google yeah. ruined my moment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, cool. Android 11, done, dusted, covered. Nothing more to say about that till it comes out. On to the next one. Sorted. Uh, right, um, so this week we had a kind of mega Monday where all of <laughs> MWC got condensed into one day Ooh. by the few companies that decided not to just give up entirely. Yeah, one of kind of just live streams, really, more or less. Yeah, um, so we had a mix of who we had Sony first up. Mm hmm. Then Realme, Huawei, and Honor. And there have been another few scatterings of announcements, or will be Qualcomm have yeah. still held a little stream oh, yeah. talking about some 5G stuff. Um, but all the big hardware came across the day on Monday. Yeah. Um, we're going to set Realme aside for the moment, I think, because we are meant to have an X Pro, no, X50 Pro, sorry, on its way to the office. Yeah. So my hope is that <laughs> next week we're going to have the phone here to talk about. Okay. If not, we can just talk about it next week anyway. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so we're going to stick to Sony. And Huawei Honor. Um, yeah. I can't remember which way around we decided we were going to do it. I think Sony first. Let's go Sony. Let's go Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's some exciting stuff in the in the Huawei camp. Yeah. Um, so there isn't exciting stuff in the. No, I was about camp, to say that sounds very disparaging to <laughs> Sony up. straight out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Toddy, you were you were at a UK event. I for got that a pre-brief. Uh, they, uh, I, I'm not sure. I think because of MWC or because of something, they weren't exactly clear. The phones were coming over, and then they had to go back, so we didn't actually get to play with them exactly. But we got uh, an early look at them and a kind of deep dive from people who worked in the Sony team about what they bring to the table. Right. Plus, what was said on stage in the live stream, which they weirdly they still kind of. Um, I don't know if you watched the stream. But the way they presented it was as if it was in front of a live audience. So, like, the, the guy on stage <laughs> still held the phone out and was, like, saying, like, thank yes, you and yeah. testing the phone like there was an audience clapping, yep. which is what usually yep. happens, but it was the silence. <laughs> and it was yep. very strange. Um, but, yeah, beyond that, they actually announced technically three phones, um, sort of four. Yeah. Uh, the, the L4, the Baby the Bunch, actually was allowed to be unveiled 
before that announcement on the week before. Yeah, yeah, it came That's out last, new, <laughs> last yeah. Friday. They yeah. revealed that. Right? Yeah, new entry level-ish kind of device for them. It's got the twenty-one banana aspect ratio, which is the first time the L series has done that. Yeah, quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I had a quick look before we started f- uh, recording was about one hundred and seventy quid. If it's under two hundred, I think for what it says it's going to bring, it's decent. It's got triple cool. camera. There's a piece on the site about it. Check it out. Um, the more interesting stuff was obviously the flagship end. Mm-hmm. They had an update to their mid-range in the Xperia 10 2. We'll talk about that in a second. Amazing. <laughs> it's and Mark then, 2. Yeah, yes, yes, I think it's yes. Mark 2. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and the flagship is the Xperia 1 2, but actually Xperia 1 Mark 2. Um, it's stylized just 1 and then Roman numerals 2, but yep. basically Sony's pulling from their, their alpha camera range, or the mm-hmm. camera range generally, because like the yep. RX series also does this. It's a Mark 2. I don't know whether that means we're now forever going to get Xperia 1 Mark 3 Mark 4 Mark 5 I'm not sure about that um, but I yeah. mean we all know that Sony's branding is horrible anyway so I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case yeah <laughs> I was saying in my piece I was like they tidied it up with the Xperia 1 it was beautiful and then they went like, oh also here's the Xperia 10 and the 10 plus and then later they were like here's the 5 and then it just all fell apart and they've kind of done the same this year <laughs> stumbling we, down we definitely ragged on Sony's branding last week though we can't make this a oh, running really? feature of the show <laughs> sorry I was I was, I was away I didn't know <laughs> okay well the phones themselves look pretty solid uh, I'd say the Xperia 1 2 seems like a pretty decent device it's very similar to the one from last year but with more ram okay uh, an updated triple 12 meg camera so similar idea but with some extra talents in there mm-hmm. um should have 50 percent better low light performance and better focusing and the cinema pro app and there's now photo pro app like should give you great control and more closely mirror their professional cameras and video cameras mm-hmm. they're doubling down on that that enthusiast audience that they've appealed to before yeah which I think is fair enough for Sony because they seem to always really struggle with mainstream appeal. Yeah. Yes. Um, in the flagship space or in any space, but yeah. I was about to say, yeah, it's, it's the flagship, but compared to the other flagships, it's definitely not a flagship, is it? Yeah, I mean, like, it's only the one SKU. So one, it's a Snapdragon 865, but with eight gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage. That is it. There's no okay. extra RAM. Is it ones. 90 hertz or 120 hertz? It has this thing called motion blur reduction. And I asked them about this and they were like, yeah, it's, it's you can turn it on or off. It's just on or off. It's not dynamic or yeah. anything. And they made it sound like 90 hertz. Right? But without so, saying it's 90 yeah, hertz. Why didn't they say it then? And then everyone, since then, what I've been reading and everything else that I've discussed about it, it's interpolated. So it's almost like oh. it's trying to fake 90 hertz. <gasps> Tony! Like, so in my head, <laughs> they'd made the first 4K 21 by 9 OLED 90 hertz panel, but maybe they haven't. And that's something we're going to have to dive deeper on once we actually have the phone in our Yeah, hands. right. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I so sorry. I really didn't pay much attention to the launch, so I'm going to sound like an idiot. But maybe this is useful. Uh, 8K video. I, a lot of the rumours were that it would match Samsung on 8K video Ooh, I recording. Did, I don't. I don't have any notes on that. I don't know if they yeah. even mentioned. So probably that. not if they didn't. They in fact, if it's time... only the 12 meg sensor, then yeah, yeah, well, it wouldn't be well, a very good 8K video. Yeah, <laughs> they were really just spending more time yeah. saying about the fact that their Cinema Pro up now has more frame rates, and I think you had better color grading. That's what wow. they spent the time Ooh. on. So in that regard, no, I think it might have better stabilization as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they talked about that. I don't believe they, they mentioned like a video. If they did, it was a minor talking point. I still find it very interesting that they are the company that makes some of the <laughs> most popular, like from a manufacturer's perspective, they make the most popular high megapixel sensors. Yeah. But don't put them in their own phones. No, for years now, I've wondered why this is the case and why they can't like nail that, it. <laughs> that 48 megapixel sensor that's in every phone on the market. Is yeah. a Sony, yeah, but it, I, I, Sony don't go and put it in there. It's, Apple's it's, used the Sony sensors for years. Yeah, yeah. the Pixel uses Sony sensors. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, I I do think it makes a lot of sense right now for them to try and leverage the camera brand. 
yeah. in the yeah. naming and in that focus to enthusiasm. I just wonder why they've taken so long to do it. I always feel like Sony's mishandled its its kind of you know wider asset portfolio. Yeah. They tried in the past with PlayStation. This one does like have like DualShock Four integration and stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. But um, yeah, I, I feel like they always really struggle with that. I think again, this enthusiast angle helps with that because yeah. then like yeah people who pro- will probably know these other brands anyway so it's fine mm-hmm. but um yeah it's, it's still a tricky one and i don't know why it's taking so long the other big worry i have for this is price because <laughs> i did, did you see the leaks the sort of speculated yeah the european pricing i think has now been confirmed or, or at least so, heavily some, at. yeah so i looked at the pricing for last year's xperia one so that was 849 pounds 949 euros which was a lot for which what was it was a lot for the sony which the xperia one typically just came in as a middling flagship and the space yeah. yep. reviews were generally the same of it it's okay but yep. expensive for what you get this one there is 5g now but i'll talk about that as well in a second um but this is basically 1200 euros it's going to be about i know 1100 pounds i don't like where this trend is going it's you know a year white. ago spending a thousand pounds on a phone was just absurd you know you yeah. did that for you for the yeah. high end of the high end but now you've got the z the z flip and, and the razor and, and the mate xs which we're going to come on to in a minute anyway yeah. it's just these are, du- you know, sometimes double the amount of of a flagship smartphone. I'm just like, we need to draw the line somewhere because some of these are like the deposit of a car. <laughs> I like kind that. of wonder how much it's maybe partly come down to the way carriers and networks have handled 5G, which mm. is at least for the UK, I haven't looked too much into how other markets have been. But for the UK, generally, the, the tack that operators have taken is to not hike up prices for 5G. They charge the same amount for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if this has given manufacturers the confidence to actually say, oh, cool, so we get to charge the 5G surcharge. Like, if the networks aren't going to, we'll be the ones that put an extra 100 quid on per year for 5G. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, there's also the problem that the Xperia 1 Mark II is only sub-6 5G, which will be fine in the short term. But if you're buying a 1,200-euro phone and you're planning on using it for two, maybe three years, whilst 5G matures... Uh, we know this with the the S20 series. The base S20, I think, is support sub six only, whereas the S20 Plus and the Ultra also support millimeter wave. That might be a US only oh. thing, but still, that is a thing um, okay. that is yeah. true in one of the markets with these phones. Um, Sony does have a phone that does support 5G sub six and millimeter wave, but you can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that really. Why would you me. want to? I mean, I know, make, yeah. Yeah. they they made. A phone called the Xperia Pro A, it just shuns the awkward naming conversation. Nice. Like, uh, com- com- yeah, convention. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, instead gives you an Xperia 1 Mark II with uh, twice the storage and a hardier frame, which is cool, and better 5G. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's the main stuff. It's a really weird pitch. Um, I don't know what and it's Pro it's for. And it's only. <laughs> Right. That's why they're pitching it because they said they did some tests with Verizon and NBC Sports in the US, and it's it's a it's a yeah explicitly for broadcasting 5G, so consumers can't buy it. But I'd say that's the phone they should have been selling as the flagship, yeah, yeah. and pricing it maybe at the price they've come in at. But I'd say actually lower still. Oh, and it has an HDMI in, which is just a that's a very, okay. That's definitely that's a, very B two B, but still B two B and broadcasting specifically. Yeah, that's yeah. getting niche. But, but take, take the HDMI out. That's the phone they should have launched. Yeah. as the flagship. Oh, yeah. yeah, and not chop some of those features out and still charge 1200 euros i think yeah um it's a funny one because it comes at a time when i think sony needs to 
improve itself in the phone space oh, yeah. still and ca- play catch up and that's been the case for a while literally, it's been the case for a few years now isn't yeah. it they've always yeah. kind of been lagging behind like they're, they're, they're the kind of new age HTC yeah they're, they're kind of falling out of touch with the consumer a little bit and they're becoming less and less popular and less relevant and really I, I liked the move to 21 by 9 yeah I think, I think that was cool. a you know last year I think that was a great differentiating factor yeah. not everyone loves it but i think it makes sony fans stand out it ties into the rest of their brand the cinema stuff their mm-hmm. tv screens their cameras in the way we were talking about earlier um i like it strictly down to their more affordable phones now as well. exactly that's cool i think it should just spread out across the range it should just be sony phones are 21 by 9 that's that's their thing yeah but man like they, they need more than that and this this launch needed to bring more and yeah. cost less yeah and yeah. i i they, yeah. they put a bigger battery in there it's 4000 they added the wireless charging back in oh it does have a headphone jack that is true so they have listened yeah they've definitely listened yeah. to what the consumers yeah. wanted and weren't happy with the last flagship but with the price point it, it it's a mo- it's almost yeah, moved, no. like yeah. for that money I'm not paying that much money for that yeah no. <laughs> I will say one maybe last thing I think it's time to move on but mm. um, one thing I would maybe give it some credit for is I guess you could say they're not trend chasing no, no, they're kind of know, doing their own no thing. definitely not. Yeah. yeah, they're not putting in 90 hertz or 120 hertz just because that's what everyone else is doing. They did take out the headphone jack because everyone else was, and they've put it back in. <laughs> you know, and they they haven't given in on 21 by 9, even though no one else copied them in doing it. It does feel like, for better or worse, Sony phones are doing a Sony thing. If you want something different, they are the different option yeah. in the flagship space. I'd say yeah. right now, and some of their mid-range and you know, for a long time, they had the exclusive feature of being able to access your PlayStation as well. Yeah, because yeah. they were the only that was the only brand of smartphones you could get the PlayStation Remote app on. Yeah, sure. But they yeah. since wind out to everybody, yeah. Yeah. so that doesn't count anymore. But for years, that was like one of the coolest mm. things about Sony phones. That mm. was the hook. Um, yeah. Okay. We don't have um, pricing outside of that one European sort of maybe definite price. It was a bit. There were some mixed up press releases, I think. Yeah. And release date stuff still a bit up in the air, but we'll know more soon. Uh, we do know more, however, about what Huawei is doing. Uh, and Honor as well, we'll talk briefly. Uh, Huawei unleashed, um, would it be fair to say, a torrent of products? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, YouTube channel, yes. say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, including like a router, a Wi Fi 6 Plus router, and some stuff like that oh. that was just like, you know, this is a consumer event, guys. Yeah. It was a bit weird. <laughs> hey, uh, Sony. They kind of, yeah, veered off tablets and laptops to then just talk about a router for a while and then, then go back and, and do more actual products people want. That you know the people most people watching that stream care about, yeah. I guess. Um, so yeah, let me see if I've got this right between them all. Uh, <laughs> we have the Mate XS folding phone. Yep. We have the MatePad Pro 5G tablet yep. already announced in China, but coming to Europe. Mm-hmm. We have an updated MateBook X Pro in green and with new chips. That's totally new. We have the new MateBook Ds which yep. were also announced in China before and actually technically announced in the UK a month ago, but announced again <laughs> this week. Yeah, this is, that was really confusing. Thanks, Huawei. There's the uh, SoundX speaker, also previously announced in China, yep. not announced on Monday, but they did tell me about it in the pre-brief and the embargo lifted and everyone's talking about it, but they didn't mention it in the press conference. Huawei. Wow, helpful. Uh, <laughs> and then we got Honor. We're not done yet. Sure. Uh, <laughs> The View 30 Pro, but not the regular View 30, which is coming to Russia, but maybe not anywhere else. <laughs> Great. We've got the Honor 9X Pro, also announced in China, uh, coming to lots of places in Europe, in the Middle East, and Malaysia, and eventually the UK, but they haven't told us when. We've got the Magic Book laptops, which are the exact same as the Huawei MateBook D laptops, but with a slightly different blue edge. Uh, and the Magic Earbuds, which oh. are on a true wireless. Ah, it's like they're trying to trip journalists up 
just they they made this portfolio. <laughs> it's a horrible to test. See who got it all? Ugh. Who covered everything? I think I think there was almost everything. Uh, there was some honor watch straps, the Huawei router, and some other Huawei thing they announced next to the router, and I wasn't paying attention at that point. Yeah, they lost me by that point. Um, <laughs> and but, whilst, yeah. I, whilst I was dealing with Sony, you guys were kind of covering all of that, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was a lot. Well, we'll, well, I guess we'll try and focus in on the main things. There's videos all over the channel. We've covered a lot of stuff. Uh, I think the kind of highlight interesting things, obviously we're going to come to the foldable, the Mate XS yeah, in yeah. a second. Um, I think the SoundX speaker is a really interesting one just in terms of where Huawei yeah. sits in the market right now. Um, that is a smart speaker. That is not smart in the West. <laughs> so it launched in China in November or December. It basically looks a lot like an Apple HomePod. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, it's the exact same shape as a HomePod. Yep. It's not fabric all over. It's the fabric mesh on the base, like a Google Home, mm -hmm. and then shiny black plastic on the top And even bit. The, the, the display on the top looks a lot like the, yes. display of the, uh, the HomePod speaker. Circular so. control display at the top with a colored ring around it, that kind mm. of thing. So it's not even running... Uh, Alexa or anything they have no nope. so so in 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 China it ran I'm definitely gonna mispronounce this but Xiaoyi Ooh. which is Huawei's own voice assistant mm -hmm. uh, it has no assistant at all nope. in but it has the, the gubbins for an assistant right yeah there's a microphone in there <laughs> or some microphones yeah, I don't yeah. know how many they that didn't array. want to talk microphone specs um, it's Wi-Fi connected yep. yeah. someone asked in my briefing like does it have any smart assistant or anything and they kind of said no but like technically speaking we can do an over-the-air update and put one in right so it's clearly this is them putting it out and betting that at some point they're going to be allowed to put in Google Assistant yeah. or Alexa or even bloody Cortana or Bixby or something. I just want Spotify um, Connect. Oh, I don't even want it. Yeah. <laughs> just give me Spotify Connect. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a funny one. I mean, it, the speaker's great. Yeah. Like, it's made in partnership with, I'm going to say, say this one as well, but Deviolet. Yeah, Devale, I think it is. They do the really expensive, like, rumbly side yes. spherical oh, yeah. speaker things. The Phantom. You see them in, like, Harrods yeah. or somewhere. Like, cool. no one ever, ever actually owns one. And this has the same rumbly side oh, thing. It? It's, okay, it's called cool. Push Push. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> push Push is adorable. It's because it's got it's, it's two 60-watt subwoofers that... I, I can't remember which way around it is, whether they face at they, each yeah, other or away from each other. other. They face, they face each other and each it other. cancels out their vibrations. So you, you get the same amount of bass, but you don't get the annoying vibration of the table. I mean, cool. If it works, cool. Yeah. And the thing is, the Devale speaker are super super expensive this is not as crazy expensive it's no. a few hundred um so not cheap but no. you know it's, it's but the cheapest devil a speaker is 900 euros exactly so. yeah they're, they're very much a luxury brand so oh, getting yeah. their kind of tech at a lower price is great but yeah it's would you turn to even for half decent audio would you turn to huawei there I feel like when you're looking at that space and it's Wi-Fi connection and everything else yeah, and hey, Sonos. you can get a HomePod, you can get a Sonos, <laughs> yeah. you can get something from Bose, you yeah. could get one of the top um, Amazon or Google's own sort of top connected speakers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a weird one. They're even they're not calling it a smart speaker. No. They're just trying to pretend it was never meant to be smart. It's but just a Bluetooth speaker, guys. We what see are you, you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, laptops, nothing too crazy. Nah. Uh, tablet, the MatePad Pro 5G. That was cool. It's cool. iPad Pro competitor kind of level. iPad Pro ripoff? Yes. <laughs> that's one way of looking at it. It's lovely. I mean, that sounds really critical, but it is really, really beautiful. It's a different form though, right? It's not like as yeah. hard edged as no. the iPad Pro. It's kind of got a different aspect ratio and yeah. stuff like that as well. So it's not a complete, it's not a straight um, copy, yeah. but there are similar features and design features yeah. and stuff like that. It's got the similar very slim... I mean, uh, to be fair, you say it's an iPad ripoff, but it's kind of just in the space where it's a premium tablet. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so many ways to make a premium tablet look. Yeah. Apple did it first. Yeah. But that's because no one else makes premium tablets. This is the thing. Yeah. Who are they competing Samsung, against? Samsung, yeah. kinda. 
Yeah, even Samsung's kind of winding it down. They gave, yeah. they gave up, didn't they? Yeah, Tab S6 is the last I mean, it has got some like... cool features. Like, it's got the uh, 27 watt wireless charging. Yes. Which is pretty oh, that cool. is first cool. wireless yeah. charging I tablet. Video, I think. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. And it's got reverse 7.5 watt charging. Yeah. So it's good for all your, your earbuds and stuff like that yeah. as well. But, and oh, also, first tablet to have a hole punch camera. Oh, in the front. Yeah. Yep. Um, but apart from that, you know, it's cool, but it suffers from the same issue as all the Huawei stuff at the moment with apps. Yeah. Yep. You know, it, App Gallery it, has got a lot of work to do it's, before. You know, it's so especially much. when you're comparing it to the iPad Pro, when there are so many pro level apps designed yeah. specifically for that tablet, you know, to yeah. get the most out of it. And then you go on App Gallery, you type in Instagram, and there's 200 Instagram clones where you can download videos and photos, but yeah. you can't actually it's get not the Instagram app. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get me like Procreate and the Adobe apps on there, then maybe, maybe then we'll talk. some people will like it. Yeah. yeah. But until that point, yeah. Always going to be limited. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the same problem is obviously going to apply to the Mate XS. Yeah. And that's that's the saddest thing about it all, really. You know, I just feel, <laughs> I do genuinely feel a bit bad for Huawei because, in my opinion, they do make some of the best Android phones. They make some fantastic hardware. Yeah, hardware. Yeah, hardware. Yeah, fantastic this is what I mean. Hardware. Like, you know, they are just always so on point. Yep. Um, and yeah, to, you know, and especially in the West, we, we, we rely on Google Play. So yep. to not yeah. have that, it's just you're, you're removing the essentially the entire appeal, even with such a cool foldable display and all the rest mm. of it that's yeah. you know, sexy and cool and exciting. But if you can't do anything on it, then what's the point? And I think it's worth mentioning. I think people think of it as just, oh, they, hear the, they hear no Google Play services and what they think is no Google. Mm. Yeah. So that's bad enough. If mm. you use Gmail like me, if you rely on Google Calendar, if you use Google Play Music or YouTube, like not having those, obviously huge. But people don't forget that actually Google Play services actually means the whole App Store infrastructure. Yeah. So it's App not authentication, just like, the, yeah. sure it's safe. Can't like, even use Google Pay. Yeah. Even yeah. if you sideloaded it, you can't use Google Pay. Yeah. But it's also like you were saying, there's no Instagram. There's no, you know, if, if you go down all of the most used apps, yeah. a lot of them will not be available on Huawei App Gallery. Some are, and their push at the moment is basically getting devs to port and emphasizing how easy it is to port something across because mm -hmm. obviously it's still just running on Android at yeah. the end of the day. It's just got to run through their authentication systems and updates. Update, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the the top twenty. I saw like a, a checklist. Someone had done a check, and the top twenty like apps or app, Play Store apps. Sorry, on App Gallery, I think there's TikTok, Amazon Video, and yeah. like one other. Yeah, and that's yeah. It of twenty, there's three so far. I mean, handily. Um, I don't know about the May Access specifically, but other EMUI ten devices, you can sideload Amazon's um, App Store on there now. So it's not sideload yes. in the typical sense, but you can download the APK. Yeah. Once you install that and you've got access to Amazon's App Store, you can then download the likes of Facebook and Instagram. But even that is limited compared to you know, yeah. Google Play. Um, and it made sense. On the Fire Phone, anyone? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it works on an Android, on an uh, sorry, an Amazon Fire tablet because yeah. they're fifty pounds. Yeah. Like you don't mind that you don't have everything on it. Cause yeah, we've got to talk price cheap. as well of this thing. This oh, we're, coming, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a funny one. That yes, yeah, so, I mean, I guess let's just do price. Let's pull off the band aid. All right, it's two thousand two hundred and ninety nine pounds <laughs> in the UK, which is the most expensive phone on the market at the moment. Yep. So does that mean it's going to be on sale in the UK? Uh, I mean, yeah, price. that is a UK yeah. price. We've been given okay. a UK yeah. price, so they should be coming in the UK at some point. Uh, okay, cool. Euros, it's two four nine nine. Yeah. Uh, no US <gasps> price. Obviously, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it is two. Well, so it, it didn't. The first one never had a UK price. So no, there's nothing no. to compare to. But the the first one was two two hundred euros cheaper than this one. Yep. So it's gone up by two hundred euros in a year. Yeah, yeah. And not much has changed. And that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. It's lost Google apps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New chipset, five G support. It had 5G support last year. I was going to say a better It was 5G, yeah. 
It, what, was it 5G? Right, it right. was 5G before. Better 5G, covers more bands. Yeah, right, that um, is the hook this time around. Still only sub-6, I believe, as well. Though, from I what can't I remember, read. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm lost in 5G frequencies, um, so... And um, yeah, the, the hinge is very different. It was like, it looked yeah. more like the yeah. Royal Flex 5 before, that yeah. kind of ribbed rubber. Yeah. And it's not that anymore, right? No. Right. They've got, it's the Falcon Wing, and it's got like a hundred components hey, in Tesla. it. Tesla. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, they, they pride themselves on the fact that there's over a hundred components in this hinge to make sure it's you know, durable that's and it doesn't things break. things to go wrong. <laughs> exactly. A hundred things that could go wrong. Yeah. That's, that's um, the first thing I thought. Yeah. yeah. And it's a hundred things that make a crunchy noise. I wrote a whole piece on this, because it was the first thing I noticed yeah. when I picked this up. Uh and opened it up, which in itself was a, uh, a mission because it turns out there's now a button yeah. to release yep. it, which I actually quite like. It oh, it's nice. Yeah. Sort of, it sort of pops out, so it like locks in place. Bag. I thought it was quite satisfying to yeah. look at. I'd like to handle it. Uh, really I mean, nice. you should have seen the look on the guy's face when I start trying to claw the screen <laughs> open and he was like, no, 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 there's a button. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, once you then have it fully open and mm. you try and then move it away, like into or out of the fully open position, there's just this crunchy yeah, just crackly a... grindy noise yeah, it's just... can I clarify oh. the word you used was crunch with an O and I, I really like that it is a crunch <laughs> yeah <laughs> crunchy boy yes. yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, I thought I broke it yeah I genuinely oh, really? thought I snapped it's the that, display it sounds that a bit yeah. like that and I don't think that's what it is I honestly think nothing's broken I don't want to sound no. like I'm ringing the alarm bell for like durability issues this isn't going to work that's not what I mean it is just whatever mechanism they're using it makes a noise it yeah. does make a noise and they all, all the folding phones make a bit of a noise this is louder than any of the other ones i've used yeah it's very noticeable yeah it was a bit distracting and i think it would bother me especially on a phone that costs two grand yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. a bit yeah uh, i could kind of you know let it slide a little bit if it was at a similar level to the flagships but at that cost you want everything to be perfect yep well on that subject i'm not expecting the best because of the nature of it being a foldable and that's kind of what you're buying it for but mm. are the cameras the same as the p30 pro the mate the cameras pro, are the same or? as what they were last year oh really on the mate x yeah they, they've made no changes to the camera setup I mean, they whatsoever. Good. They were fine yeah. so yeah it's like a 40 megapixel main sensor they've yeah. got a three times telephoto and ultra wide and then a time of flight camera and obviously huawei tuning which is yeah generally really really yeah, good yeah, yeah, they're, so. they're all like like a co-engineered and stuff yeah. like that so i'm not saying that they're bad by any means no. don't get me wrong huawei do some of the best smartphone cameras on the market in my yeah. opinion yeah yeah and um, it's probably still the best foldable phone camera oh for sure um yeah. but yeah it's just not it's not a step up it's it's a weird move i think we were all expecting the meta sx to drop in price yeah. i think especially when w lewis and i saw the phone before we knew the price so we saw that it was mostly the same as last year with a little spec mm -hmm. bump oh yeah and we came away saying cool, I guess that means the price is going down. And that oh, was, really? and, th and we were like, that's great. If they're basically doing the same phone again, but more durable, mm -hmm. new processor, knock 500 quid off, yeah. like bam, contender. What's not to like? You know, why would you ever buy a Galaxy Fold when you get this? Even without the Google thing, it would still be kind of like, maybe yeah. that's enough. I mean, there's going, probably a way to sideload the Google Play service on there. Let's well, be exactly. honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going up in price to give you basically the same as last year mm. feels like a hard sell. Yeah, very hard sell. And also the if you can get hold of a Mate X foldable somewhere, then maybe it'll have Google Play services on it. I was about to say, yeah, so. that's probably the better option right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not much has changed. At least you get Google Play on last year's one. Yeah. I'm not sure, did it sneak out just before certification? It, it, I, it, it, I think there was a thing that said they did have Play services right. on it. Yeah, yeah, they managed to get it out just in time. Because I think they announced it at MWC and so that's yeah, what It was counted. announced before, yeah. yeah. The yeah. one that I saw, I think at IFA would have been, had Play services. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, go buy an old Mate X. Don't mind the new one. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah, that is us for this week. Uh, thank you for watching, listening, whatever you've been doing. Uh, as usual, jump in the comments. And uh, next week, we will be back. I've been using the Galaxy S20 Ultra all week. I'm not quite ready to give you my thoughts on it yet, but this time next week, I will. 
We'll probably also be talking the Realme, hopefully, yeah. if we've got it, the X50. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Oppo Find X2, which is getting announced next week. And I don't know. It sounds we'll like see. A, a other stuff. Show in its own right. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Thanks. See ya. Bye.